0: This is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter.
1: The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, Apple, Google, you name it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Office's Our good friends at Brewerton Ace Hardware and Welch & Company Jewelers. You know the deal, man. It is that time of year. A lot of people are popping the question. Uh, Engagement rings, wedding rings. They have your watches and your bracelets and a heck of a lot more at Welch & Company Jewelers. Visit them online at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. Shop the showcase today. Welch & Company Jewelers is the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter. A big tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform. She has been at the S Network for quite some time, does an unbelievable job. Studio host, reporter, Yes Network broadcaster Nancy Newman. You can get her on Twitter at Nancy Newman, yes. Nancy, welcome here and thank you for a few minutes and happy holidays to you and yours.
0: And to you, Mike. Great to be with you today.
1: So I met you at the unbelievable uh, event in Troy, New York. It was the New York State Baseball Hall of Fame induction getting the honorees from last, you know, the previous year. And, you know, Tino Martinez was there and a host of others. Uh, as a St. Bonnie grad, it was great for me too because they were honoring Fred Handler. Um, and I got a chance to meet his son, Eric, who, who's been at the Yes Network for a while as, as well and, and helped me out to get you on my show. Um, you were the MC; You did an awesome job. Um, when you get done with an event like that, what hits home most for you? What, what was kind of the takeaway for you?
0: Thanks so much, Mike. Uh, Yeah, it's just a special event, I agree completely. I love it so much because it just feels pure. You know, that's an often uh, used word, but it just is a celebration of people who may or may not, usually not, get into Cooperstown. And it's so beautiful to recognize people that love the game that we also love and have dedicated much of their lives to it and done wonderful things. And a lot of the times we're learning about people that we've never even heard about. Right. And it's just so special.
1: You know, Tino is obviously a part of the group, that nineties group with Jeter and Mariano and Posada and Pettit and, uh, Paul O'Neill and so many other role players in, in involved, uh, deep bullpen with guys like Jeff Nelson. um, you think back to, to that era and and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I, I just I would give anything to see them play one more game. I mean, that was a group where Yankee fans, it's easy for them to say, Well, well, we won and, and that's what the greatest thing was. It was the best quality. But above all, I think I think it was the group of guys picking each other up, multiple guys go and four and 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 then another one, maybe a Scott Brochus hits a home run and gets a key double or a Girardi in the early years. I mean, it just seemed like they picked each other up and they were such a team of great, great human beings.
0: You nailed it. And I think we all knew it as we were watching it, how spectacular that the whole thing was and this coming together of these men just at the right time and the blend and the chemistry and every single one of them, as you mentioned, the role players were every bit as important and the core four core five, I believe it should be with Bernie uh, it would tell you that every single time. It was just wonderful. And yes, came into be in the early 2000s, 2001 ish, we were getting ready and I was in the clubhouse a lot in the 2000s and I got to know all of them pretty well and they were wonderful to be around what a study of humanity and teamwork and so many life lessons it's really true you learn about life through sports and watching each one of them and how they operated what made them tick they were all so different so just uh, the 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 life lessons were endless it was a beautiful time and and we knew it
1: do, do you have um a a favorite Yankee from that era?
0: I don't think so. I just liked the blend. I tried to stay neutral that way because I was amongst them. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I was amongst them. So I tried very much to stay neutral in that regard. But I did like watching the dynamics. I did like watching the chemistry, uh, the, the Roger Clemens as he came into the room. Howie came into the room, Randy Johnson, uh, John Flaherty, who was my go-to for good bits of information, (laughs) and we're still friends to this day, of course, because he's part of the network. Um, But, and, uh, you know, Derek and, and Alex Rodriguez were friends for a time, and they had their ups and downs, and that was interesting, too. It was incredibly illuminating every single day.
1: You have been at the Yes Network since 2003. I can't believe I'm reading that. It, it's just time goes so fast. Take my listeners through, uh, you know all, all the the whole way, the timeline, and 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 what you've enjoyed. You know the most you've had multiple roles, right? Like you you you, you anchor and and you do pre and post game shows and uh, the Yes Yankees batting practice today show, which is a really really fun. Uh, cool, in-depth show as well. D- do you have a favorite role that, you know through the years since you joined uh, the Yes Network in 2003, Nancy?
0: Mike, I think you probably will share this view. It's the variety that makes all of it work. The variety makes each one special. You're not doing just one thing every single day. So when it's Yankee season and it ends, we do have the Nets, which is, is lovely, right? But and in the beginning, we had all those football shows too. Mm-hmm. I was on the Jets feed. I used to travel with the Jets. That was an experience as well. And all the Herman Edwards interviews that I did <laughs> <laughs> countless. <laughs> so that was extraordinarily fun. And we also had a live show on Sundays as well. So I would do post game and, and do those interviews for that live post game football show. The batting practice show is a joy because you get to dive in a little deeper. Yankees Magazine has always been amazing because we do off the field stuff I get to hang with the guys during charity events and things like that so you get to know them and their families in a bit of a different way so it just all works and all I can say is it feels great to call it my home.
1: So everyone who works in media no matter the size of the market and and how long they've done it there's always a story um, about an athlete that you know, you, you you tell that people didn't know, and like, wow, I I had no idea that was the case. And you could tell it to a fan, you could tell it to a member of the media, whatever the case may be. Do do you have a great story somewhere with a a, a Yankee or a non-Yankee through through your time that that somebody might not know about?
0: Well, you and I talked about this one briefly a bit. And that was the first time I interviewed Don Mattingly, who was my favorite growing up. And I had posters around my room, etc. the whole thing. We grew up in a very much uh, a Yankee household. And uh, I knew I was going to be interviewing him that day. And I was ready for it. And I he was uh, standing in the middle of the clubhouse. And here he comes around the corner. I hadn't seen him. He was behind me. And I turned around and there he was. And he said, you're interviewing me today. And I said, I am. And I said, please, let's just get this out of the way right off the top so I can just get into my zone here. That is that you are my favorite uh, and not even close. No one else is even close. You're my guy. And it's amazing and a privilege for me to meet you. And he said, it's my honor. And he said, so let's do this. And I said, OK. From then forward, it was just a wonderful professional awesome relationship. He's just the best. So that was very joyous for me. And there was another time I was on the road in Toronto and uh, Alex Rodriguez sat down in the dugout beside me and we just had an impromptu 10 or 15 minute conversation. He probably doesn't remember because you know, those guys, their lives. Right. But for me, it was uh, memorable because it was just he and me, and he was just talking about certain things, and he was in an open space. And I know that they trusted me, which was huge, because I believe in keeping things uh, positive. I'm not looking to dig up dirt. That's not my role. I'll leave that to others. That's not what I'm there for. And, um, you know, he was talking about maybe writing a book and things like that. But people are sometimes are different than they seem, and I'm sure you find that all the time.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, Mattingly, I tell you, I, I was covering a series in Cleveland back when he was hitting coach, and and I was the same way as you, you know, with growing up and having them. I mean, I had Mattingly posters too on the wall, and he was my guy, and then this Derek Jeter fella came along, and, and so it was kind of a battle between the two of being my favorite player of all time, and Mattingly, I walked up to him and I asked him if he had a few minutes to chat, and he said, I'm heading right out to the ball field right now, but right when batting practice ends, come find me, and I'll give you a couple of minutes. I said, well, that, that's really incredible. Thanks. So he takes off. I finish up in the clubhouse. I walk out, and I'm just kind of going anywhere I can, see people, interview whoever I can, and then in the dugout, I'm standing, like, right in front of the dugout, and I feel this tap on my right shoulder, and it's Mattingly. He goes, you ready to do this? <laughs> I, I said, yeah, sure. Like, he he found me, and he gave me, I don't know, five, six minutes. It was unbelievable.
0: Oh, that's just great. That's just great.
1: Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, it love, really great is.
0: story. Great when, story. When he you is, get he's d- the best, right? He's he, the best.
1: He, he really is. He's such a classy guy. He's as cool as a cucumber. And, you know, a lot of Yankee fans wanted him to be manager uh, of, of the oh, franchise. Yeah. And, you know, I, I told people, I said, I think he would do well, but at some point, if he doesn't do well, and I know we're in a different age now post George, but. Back then, it was kind of the tail end and the transition in the new Yankee Stadium. They end up hiring Girardi. You know, I said, you know, if there's ever a case where he doesn't do well and he gets fired, whatever the parameters are, that's a PR nightmare. And that's why I would never want him to manage the Yankees, because I don't know if I could, you know, stomach Don Mattingly getting fired.
0: Even now, after all he's done with the various organizations, you still wouldn't want to go on that ride?
1: I mean maybe maybe if he got a ring right because that that's the one thing that eluded his career obviously in that in that uniform um I I think the back injuries and some of the things that happened in the last couple of years probably prevented you know his hall of fame case ultimately as well and there's a lot of yankee I have a lot of buddies of mine who are yankee fans who said who have said through the years Nancy that they they'd like to trade one of those dynasty rings so that Mattingly could have had one I mean that's how much people love that guy
0: Yeah, I do get that. I absolutely do get that. You know, who knows what's in store? I I do uh, endorse Aaron Goon. I think he's a a wonderful guy, and I believe in the opportunity, and I believe in what the organization is doing and supporting what the the organization does, uh, regardless if I may feel a little differently, and I understand what they're up to, and, and that's great. I'm in full support, but, you know, looking back he, Don Mattingly did an amazing job when Derek Jeter and his crew came aboard in the ownership level. And he went in and said, you know, if I'm not your guy, I totally understand. So that's how much of a pro he is. And Derek and company said, no, let's give this a go. So he, he has proven, I think that he can handle pretty much any kind of situation and you know, hey, Buck Showalter got hired now, so <laughs> you just never know. But I do, I, I'm in support of Aaron Boone, and hopefully this leads us to a ring.
1: No doubt about it. Nancy Newman from the Yes Network, our guest, the network broadcaster, does a great job studio hosting and uh, multiple shows, very versatile. Nancy Newman, Yes on Twitter. Just a couple more for you, Nancy. When when you get done with uh, a piece on, on the network, what, what do you hope people say about you?
0: It depends on the content, it depends on who the subject is, Uh, and it depends on what the platform and forum is. But uh, first and foremost, about myself, I hope they see that I love what I'm doing, I love the game, and it truly is part of my fabric of a being to be able to be a conduit and deliver the information that we are receiving to people that also love it fellow fans and devotees you know so that's the biggest thing i hope that they can see how much i love it and how connected that i am and there's no place else i'd rather be it's cliche but when it's true it's true and i hope that it shows and secondly when i'm interviewing a subject i think about who they are i just spoke with mariano i interviewed him last thursday the piece will air uh this week i believe Uh, maybe next, but anyhow, on Yankees magazine, by the way. Um, It depends on who I'm interviewing. I think about what we'd like to talk about, what they would also like to talk about. Oftentimes I ask them, is there something they'd like to make known? For example, four years ago or so, when Garth Brooks played Yankee Stadium, I got the opportunity to interview him, and that's an unforgettable moment. Talk about someone that is in tune to everything and fully present—that's a life lesson. I've never met anyone as present as him.
1: Garth Brooks—I saw him with my now wife in Buffalo uh, years back. Unbelievable concert! Love how he gives a guitar away to you know a a cancer patient or cancer survivor. Yes. Um, And and what Garth Brooks—I cannot believe I couldn't believe. What I a story that I heard about about him um, when I was working in Albany, my program director uh, was telling me a story about meeting Garth in I think it was Texas when he had a job down south, and they were doing a country show or something. And Garth Brooks, they walked up to each other and you know exchanged pleasantries. Hi, I'm Garth. Hi, I'm Steve. They talked a little bit. Uh, Can't wait to play all your music. Your show was awesome. Whatever, whatever. And and, and he left because he had you know backstage passes through through the radio station. And, you, and he fast-forwarded like eight or ten years, and Garth was back. And, and, and he saw him in another market, and he walked up and said, Hey, Steve, <laughs> I mean, who has that memory? The, the amount of millions of people you've played for, and the tours, and the management, and the people you come across, and the fans you sign for, and meet and greet. And who has that memory? Eight or ten years later, to just walk up and see somebody's face, and then first-name basis. It's amazing.
0: Well, that punctuates my experience as well. And we took him up to the Yankees Museum inside the stadium. Cool. And, you know, he it was a program called Stars and Pinstripes. Hopefully that show will come back. And you can find it on YouTube. It was Stars and Pinstripes, Garth Brooks on uh, Yes Network. And it was nominated for an Emmy as well. But he, this is the kind of man that he is. So we go up there, and Brian Richards, the curator who's also a terrific guy, was getting the bat ready for us to take a look at it, took it out of the case, the whole thing. So we each get gloves. And you know what Garth does? He said, I'll let you do the honors. He allowed me to hold the bat first.
1: (laughs) He's such a class act. Who does
0: that? You know, so I told him at the end of it, I, I remember saying... I don't know what prompted me, but I just said, you are the standard, you know, he, he, he's just incredible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Nancy, what, what is, is next for you in terms of, you know, accomplishment and, um, you know, what you hope to achieve is, is there anything that you're, that that you're looking at crystal ball wise that, that you'd like to do in the business?
0: Just be the best I can be every day. Uh, Again, I know that sounds cliche, but that's what I think about. And I think that uh, those things present themselves as you go along. Let's see what the team looks like. Let's see what programming allows moving forward. Uh, Let's see what sponsorship. And now with all these um, gambling companies being involved, that's going to be a money source. So whatever, programming and sponsorship and finances allow us to create and grow the network. I'm looking forward to see where we'll go. We've got the best product in the world in the New York Yankees and I'm forever excited about it. I love the batting practice show, love hosting that because it's just a little bit different, you know? And of course I love the pre and post as well, but when you get to do a program like that, you get to do interviews that aren't necessarily what you'd expect all the time. And you get to meet wonderful people like Greg Kindler, for example, an incredible artist. If you look him up um, on Twitter as well, he does amazing work. So things like that, anything to to highlight the team uh, is a joy.
1: What are you most proud of? Let's end with that.
0: Oh, Mike, I don't know. I guess just the whole, the spectrum, the 20 years, the, the whole pie. It's just my personal tapestry, if you will, and I'm just so extraordinarily happy and content and still looking forward, though, to what's next. I'm as excited as I was 20 years ago, and I'm thankful for that, too. Some people don't have that joy, but I do, and I'm grateful, and I can't wait for the next 20.
1: It's fantastic. Yes, network broadcaster Nancy Newman on Twitter at Nancy Newman. Yes. Nancy, thanks so much for doing this. Happy holidays.
0: Mike, all the best to you. Glad to know you. I look forward to the next time. Happy holidays to you and your family.
1: The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers, your State Farm agent Matt Graham, Bryant & Stratton College of Syracuse, and our terrific friends at Rosie's Corner. Pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, wings and more. Head on over to Rosie's for their comfort food every single week as well with their Turkey Slop Tuesday, the Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday. They've got mac and cheese available both Thursday and Friday, as well as your Fish Friday, to go along with the coleslaw and French fries. They will indeed deliver to you via Grubhub as well. All the pizza wing combos are available for all the games from a small to a sheet, garlic parm wings to gold fever to your regular, uh, you know, mild and your hot. I mean, the wings there are just delicious uh, ordered from there last Friday. So get on over to Rosie's corner, right in front of the Burton bridge in Burton. If you're in and around central New York and pick up by the way, those holiday gift cards as well, a big tip of the cap. Thank you to the Whitaker and Swan families for their support of the program as well as Syracuse Fitness Store and the Camillus Golf Club. Nancy Newman from the Yes Network was fantastic. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games.